from Gary O'Neill Studios in Baltimore. What's up? Welcome, welcome, welcome to the C Plan Do Show with me, professional mindset coach, business coach, relationship coach, whatever coach you need me need me to be in that moment, Mr. Gary O'Neill Jr. And as always, when you see me loading up on the turmeric, because Shalita told me to, when you see me uh, getting my multivitamins in, because Shalita told me to. Please, please don't forget the junior shout out to Pops. And we have another, yet another banger after banger after banger of a amazing dope episode. If I do say so myself, season six, episode 128 entitled Heal, where we have the amazing uh, Prophet Tista, spiritual herbalist community organizer and author miss shalita o'neill is in the building today what is better than one o'neill two that's it two especially when they had the same you as you but we'll talk about that a little bit later on and she's going to talk to us about healing and not just in the physical sense but centering yourself and this is going to be a really really great episode I look forward to it today. All right. So without further ado, can I get to my shout outs? Absolutely. So my day one, a one listener, shout out to you. My executive producers, OGs, people who are watching this for the 128th time, people who are watching this for the first time, listening to it for the first time, watching this in for the watching this for the first time. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. There are over a million 
podcasts that talk about a million different things. And if you took time out today, if the universe brought me to you and you to me, I just really want to tell you that I appreciate you. And let's make sure we have an amazing show. All right. So my candy corn career can't forget them as well. All right. Just because y'all think it's the off season is never the off season for candy corn. All right. So can I get to let we're going to get right to it. You know, I love when I have guests on the show. This will be my second guest in a row. You know, I, I think I need to run it back with another guest. But man, this this one, this one is the one. So if you've been looking to heal. If you have been looking to heal. This episode is for you. All right. So let's get to our Seaplane Do Moment of the Week, sponsored by Heart Savers Maryland. So right after a brief word from our sponsor, hey, we'll get right to it. Are you looking to get certified in CPR, first aid, or other life-saving skills? Heart Savers Maryland is your premier CPR training facility. Individual and classroom sessions available. Schedule your training at heartsaversmd.com. Each second counts. Get trained today. All right, your C plan do moment of the week is entitled four for four. Today, I'm offering you a challenge. I want you to write down four things that you're grateful for. I want you to write down four things that you are grateful for, four things that you love about yourself and four areas that you need to improve in four things that you're grateful for four things that you love about yourself and four things that you look to improve in this year, not even this year in the next 60 days. All right. Again, I'm gonna say one more, one more again, four things that you're grateful for four things that you love about yourself and four areas in which you need to improve. All right, that is your full for full seat plan do moment of the week entitled by you know sponsored of course by the best CPR company in the world. You know, and it's not me. Let me tell you this, guys. It's not, I'm not the one who says it. All right, I'm not the one who says it. Everyone else says it. Go check the Google reviews. They say it to me. I don't say it. I'm a humble man. I'm a confident man, but I'm a humble man. All right, that's your C Play Do moment of the week. Foe for foe. All right, moving on. Can we get to our song of the week? And guess what? Mrs. O'Neill, she's the one that picked these songs. So if you really, really like the songs, credit me with it. Credit me with all of the accolades. All right, if you don't like it, I will make sure I post her contact information so you can tell her directly okay so right after a brief word from my sponsor and then guess what if you have not done so already first of all what are you doing if you have not done so already this is your time where you are liking and subscribing to the channel if you're watching this on youtube you're following this uh on all of those podcast platforms because guess what when you subscribe you get the show before anybody else don't you want to be in a in, in a club i know you put the illuminati's hands down for somebody believe me all right no i'm not in it all right so right after right after a brief word from my next sponsor you hear our song of the week and we'll get right to it having a wedding birthday party or other social or corporate event contact Greenlight entertainment today with our experienced djs quality sound and professional service we look to make your event the event check us out on the web at www.greenlightentertain.com with Greenlight entertainment you have the green light 
Just not looking for you Busy finding who I am Just one year ago You couldn't have told me That this was a part of my plan the green light it is wedding season school uh event season corporate event social event birthday parties get in get in on this okay so without further ado can i bring on mrs o'neill mrs o'neill let's see if she in the back she in the back of course she in the back i see her all right guys i can put you behind the curtain i see her right now i've seen her the entire time all right let's bring her on hey 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 Hey! What is going on, Mrs. O'Neill? How are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing good, Gary. Thank you so much for having me on. I really appreciate it. Great, 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 great. And so, uh, what we will do, if I can, I officially, officially bring you to the show. Can I do that? Yes, you can. All right. So, without further ado, guys, I want to introduce Mrs. Shalita O'Neill, who is the non-profitista, a spiritual herbalist, community organizer, and a world famous author. Outside oh. of all the other other outside of all the other amazing things that she does. All right, please welcome to the show. Thank you for showing up. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, thank you for having me. Thank you. Let me let me tell you guys how I met Mrs. O'Neill. So uh we shared a co-working space. So I was teaching uh there one day and I walk by, and this is where the four for fours originated from for this, this episode. I walk by, because, uh, you know, in this co-working space, if you've ever been in a co-working space, there are different rooms, and then some people own the office. So Shalita owns the office, and then usually I just rent out a space for that day. So I'm walking by, and I see this wonderful setup, you know, this wonderful setup, and she has a long chalkboard, guys. And on the chalkboard, she had written down a list of things that she was grateful for. And I just thought, man, and, and something made me go in and say something to her. And once I saw, because, you know, I didn't know who she was. And I said, okay, let me let me find out. And, of course, when you have an O'Neill, the vibes are there. Come on, guys. All right, now she has an E at the end. I have an L. Guess it doesn't matter because you still say it the same. But guess what? From that conversation, it was such and it was such my uh, such a pleasure and a treat to meet Shalita and get that information. And guess what? I, I told her I had a podcast and I said, Hey, you want to come on the podcast? She said, Sure. And I said, Okay, great. What are you coming on the podcast about? And I and and every five minutes, I would give her a little task to do. I said, Okay. <laughs> What day are we doing the podcast? And then I will walk off and teach and come back. And she had a date. I said, okay, what are we going to talk about on the podcast? She she said, okay. She wrote it down and came back. And bam, look at this. Look at how the look at how the universe works, guys. Mm -hmm. well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for coming on the show. And today, season six, episode 128, with 
Shalita O'Neal. We're going to be talking about heal. Mm. All right. So if you've been looking to heal physically, you may even hear it. Guys, if you're used to watching the show, you're like, wait a minute. Where's Gary's luxurious voice? You know, what's going on? The velvety voice seems a little off. You know, I have been nursing a cold. And guess what? I've been attacking it aggressively. So, but I said, hey, can't stop, won't stop. All right. We had to make sure we get, get to it. All right. So, Shalita, uh, as always, guys, you know, I always send out, whether it's midnight, 2 a.m., 8 p.m., 8 a.m., I always send off every amazing guest the questions that I want to talk about because I want them to be ready. Now, of course, she's ready. She's ready to knock this off the park. But there are some questions. Oh, yes. There are some questions she doesn't know about. Uh (laughs) And our world famous, sometimes duplicated, never can be originated, World famous segment entitled Fuego. Yeah. And if you don't know, Fuego Rapido. All right. Fuego Rapido involves some rapid fire hot seat questions. Uh-oh. That Shalita has no idea about. Shalita, are you ready to play Fuego Rapido? I guess so. Yeah, you had no choice. All right. All right. So question number one, we got to get the staple questions out the way. Staple questions are always the ones. Staple question. Shalita, do you like wings? Let's just start from there. Do you enjoy wings? I do not. Okay. Um, I'm a pescatarian. I did enjoy wings back in the day. You know what? No, we're going to move it on. See, Robert Pruitt, the last episode, he was on here. He's a pescatarian too. And I actually said, I am going to venture in. So after this after this episode, you know, I'm going to talk to you about becoming a pescatarian. Or maybe you should write a book about becoming a pescatarian, but I'm not here to, you know, add extra money to your pocket. That's fine. Yeah. All right. All right. What is your favorite fish? Swordfish right now. Yeah. Swordfish. Swordfish. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's like a steak consistency. Yeah. But mm, buttery and melting your mouth when you make it right. Yes. Swordfish. Swordfish. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Cool. 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 All right. Great. So swordfish, your favorite, and this, and I say these are rapid fire, but these make people think your favorite 90s RB artist. I know I'm putting you in the spot. I know. Aaliyah. Oh. Well, guess what? We not she didn't even know it. Yes. Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah, she definitely, man, she she killed it during that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She rocked them Yeah. Okay. All right, great. Uh, Shalita, Mrs. O'Neill, we share the same name. That's what it called namesake, right? We share the last name. I know there's a little different variation, but it's all real. Yeah. But I need your help here. All right. You know, I have, you know, those who are a fan of the show know that at times, you know, I have to struggle with this question because of the disrespect oh. that I get from this question. So I just, I just need, I need my sister to help me out here. What are your views on candy corn? (laughs) I love candy corn. (laughs) Yes! 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 I hate them. I don't understand it. They're delicious. Yes! Yes. Shalita, I will make sure five bags of candy corn will be at your office. Thank you, sir. Yes! (laughs) 
Woo! We are starting off 2023 right. Let's go. Right. Let's right. do it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So uh, two more questions. If I can take time, if I can take this to you. All right. Uh, what is, since we're right into the early stage of 2023, my first rapid fire question, what is the first thing you bought this year? Yeah. Oh uh-huh. Uh-huh. I can't even tell you. Yeah. Well, how about uh, this? Maybe we switch it around. What's the next, what is the next thing that you need to buy? Mm. I'd be stumping people with these questions. I'm telling you, best questions a lot. Probably. Um, so I want to add some stuff in my office. So probably um was like a curio that I wanted to okay. wanted to have to store some things in. Yeah. All right. So last question here, season six, episode 128 on Fuego. Rapido. All right. What is one, let's call it bad habit. Mm-hmm. What is one bad habit that you are attempting to get rid of? Hmm. Mm. I know, right? These are good ones. One bad habit I'm attempting to no. get rid of. Uh, I'd say Emotional shopping, I guess. I don't know. Oh, emotional. Okay, so you're saying shopping emotionally. Yes, when you, or when you get bored or something. Amazon is can be the devil, okay? Makes it too, too easy to just get on there and get some stuff that you don't really need. So I would say yes. against that. I wouldn't call them the devil. I would call them with their convenient prices and <laughs> access to conveniency. They are very easy to use because we're yeah. trying to get also on the show, she leave it on. Oh, okay, yeah. Come on, Amazon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they got everything. <laughs> All right, thank you for playing Fuego Rapido. All right, thank you. There you go. There you go. There you go. You, See, can't, you can't hear that. You can't. You can't. All right, with the shoulders. With uh-huh. that's only only with the shoulders. Last episode we talked about it. Up here, oh, I'm Caribbean. I'm 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 festive. Down below, <laughs> straight like a statue. Not, not even moving at all. Up here, up here, mm-hmm. up here Rico Suave, Ricky Martin. Up here, down <laughs> bottom. Nope. Two steps. Park, park bench. <laughs> all right. So let's let's get right to it. You, you know, because it because you really really like I said, uh, guys. She's the one that talked about the topic. Usually I, I, re, I check out what somebody's doing and I automatically just start curating questions and topics that I have for them. But guess what? She said, hey, this is what we should talk about. And I say, hey, who am I to, who am I to tell somebody no? Right? So my first question, mm-hmm. you know, as I said, you are a profitista. I said that, right? Profitista. Right? Non-profitista. Non-profitista. Why did I, I mean, we're going to bring abundance too. Profitista. I mean, we're going to be non and four. Like Non-profitista. Yes. Thank you. Non-profitista, sp- spiritual herbalist, community organizer, author. Where, where's your book right now? Let's. Oh, we got to do a G-check. Show us your book right now. Boom. Damn. She, oh, she, was, 
See, O'Neal's, we keep that thing on us, okay? We keep that thing on us. She's in peace. One orphan's guide to healing from childhood trauma. Yeah, you can get it on Amazon or on my website. And guess what? The first two people to either comment on my social media page or on the show on YouTube, and you type and you type and you type in heal, I will buy the book for you. First two people. Oh, come on, y'all. That's come what we do. That's what O'Neill's do here. Okay. That's what O'Neill's do here. All right. So my <laughs> first question, and again, thank you so much for coming on the show. My first question to you is is, is typically a standard question to ask everybody. Mm-hmm. I just read off, hey, you're in the nonprofit world, you're in the spiritual herbalist world, you are an advocate for our community, you have done a lot of extensive work in our community to assist people in healing, you uh, are an author as we see, how did we get here? Oh, Gary, well, it's been a long journey, um, you know, growing up, my childhood wasn't the best. I actually um, lost my mom. Um, she was killed when I was almost three years old. Didn't know who my father was. So I was back and forth between family members before going into foster care. So I spent my time from 13 on up to 21, which um, in Maryland, if you age out of foster care and, and the system is no longer responsible for you at that point. And um, so that experience was very full of all kinds of different emotions, you know, um, feeling lonely, rejected, abandoned, all of these different things I was carrying with me into my adulthood. And I um, wanted to do something about what I saw was happening with young people in foster care, not getting the resources or certain people get resources, other people didn't get resources. I was thankful um, because I was hungry, but I was, you know, I did what I needed to do when um, I was told about different resources and, and I, I was able to, to have, you know, get access to certain things um, in foster care that some of my, my peers did not get access to because maybe they had behavioral problems or maybe they, you know, whatever they were experiencing and, and they didn't get this information. Um, and I wanted to change that. So I started my own nonprofit when I was about 25 years old in Baltimore City, wanted to help these young people leave care leave foster care with some some resources, with some networks, you know, um, because I knew that to be true for me. It was people who along the way poured into me that helped me to see who I could potentially be and made all the difference. And I wanted to make sure other young people, um, you know, had, had access to that. And um, not too long after that, I started my own consultancy to work with uh, young people across the country and child welfare agencies across the country to make sure that they're changing this narrative about people in foster care, young people in foster care, that they're, you know, delinquents, all this other type of stuff. No, you know, we, just like anybody else, have issues in our families. It's just that we're, there's a spotlight shined on our issues versus other people who can keep their things separate um, and private. But, um, yeah, so, you know, doing that consultancy, which led me to want to work more specifically with grassroots organizations, right? Because then there's this racial disproportionality in the nonprofit sector and the work that I was doing, and it continues to be so. And I wanted to be able to, to, to use the challenges and the lessons that I learned to help other people to avoid those, those things. So it brought me, it brought me um, to, to, my, to Grow Charity Events, um, where we, you know, we, we do plan events and, and we work with uh, grassroots organizations. But I also was on my own spiritual healing journey. Right. Maybe about six years ago, I started that, which led me to, to want to know more about 
my ancestors and how my ancestors practice their spirituality or how they, you know, care for themselves, care for each other, and um, led me to herbalism. And so, you know, just trying to, it's been a long, you know, still going, still evolving, but figuring out how to bring the the natural ways of healing and, and being in community into our grassroots work, I know now is my, that's my purpose. Oh, thank you very much for that. You know, just guys, when you get a chance, check out what she's posting, what she's talking about. And it's everything she just talked about, you know, and, and thank you for what you add, not only for our community, because you're here, you know, in Maryland, but thank you for just internationally what you offer. And, you know, some of the tips that we've talked about, some of the things you've posted, you know, just really uh, allows us to heal. And that's why I really, really uh, was looking forward to this episode because I feel like we are, as a nation, under a, a bit of turmoil, whether it's externally or internally. So who better than you to come on the show and just be able to get us back, to center some things, to be able to care for ourselves, you know, um, you know, both within our home and outside in our community. So thank you. All right. So I talked about the hats you got on nonprofit mm -hmm. work. You already named it consulting, all these different things. Um, you know, so in speaking with the spiritual herbalist, mm -hmm. uh, a lot of people, you know, especially when COVID hit, you know, you couldn't even get ginger. You couldn't mm -hmm. even get turmeric. Okay. Yeah. You couldn't <laughs> even get it. Okay. All right. You mm -hmm. couldn't even get it. All right. So clearly with COVID, uh, a lot of people, which is great. Unfortunately, it's sometimes it, it will take something tragic to happen to sort of bring attention to things that you have been saying for decades, yes. you know, um, but a lot of people are turning to natural remedies uh, to take care of our body. You know, uh, like I said, COVID amongst other things really uh, brought a spotlight to it. Um, and we see a spike in people using more, herbal remedies uh, as opposed to maybe traditional medicine mm -hmm. um, to support our different systems in our body. Uh, can you walk us through, in reference to support, mm -hmm. can you walk us through how we can support those different systems in our body? Absolutely. I think the first place to start is to watch what you consume. And, and that's mind, body, and spirit. You know, sometimes people feel like, okay, if I'm eating healthy and then, you know, we have to look at what we consider to be healthy. But if I'm, if I'm eating healthy and I'm working out, then I'm good. But we're not paying attention to the relationships that we're in, the people who we allow to be in our circles. We're not looking at what are some things that we're carrying with us from our childhood. Maybe some, you know, the, our baggage that we, that we don't even really understand is playing out in our lives that we don't take that time to reflect. So you know, if we're going to really get ourselves in line with the with our own healing process and our own healing journey, we really have to slow down to take a look at those different areas, you know, watching what we consume. And this is even social media too, because, you know, I was telling my son who's 12 years old, I said, listen, when I was your age, there was no internet. There was no, you know, you, you could pretty much, people had to go out of their way to find you. But now, there's so much access to folks. So you get access to information you want and information you don't want. And you scrolling down your timeline and something pops out at you, 
that really shifts your whole energetic field and makes you feel a certain kind of way. Like your body knows when there's something going on with you, even when your mind has convinced you that there's nothing happening. And it's not until typically things manifest in our body that we're like, oh, where'd that come from? Well, your body's been trying to figure this thing out for a minute. And it just got to a point where it's like, I can't do it no more. Right. So I think those are some, um, you know, some 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 ways that we can just slow down and, and watch what we're consuming to, to improve our health overall across the board. Okay, great. And and when we're talking about those different systems, you have highlighted a lot about our nervous system. Yeah. Right. And our immune system. All right. Yeah. Is there any other system that we should be, you know, making sure we keep in the forefront of our mind? I think all of them are important, but one that we, you know, we tend to overlook is our digestive system, because that is like the seat mm. of the immune system. That's where, you know, our um, typically I know for me, our um, like trauma is also stored in the digestive tract. I remember when I used to grow up. And um, when I was about to get in trouble, because I, I was abused when I was younger. Um, and so when I would hear my uncle's voice, who, who was my abuser, I I would get this, this you, you know, when your stomach drops, you pit of your stomach. And you don't pay that no mind. You just think, oh, okay, well, that's just, it tells you that you're nervous about something. It tells you that you're afraid, like fear lives there. But then, you know, the more that that happens and you don't really pay attention to it, it manifests into irritable bowel syndrome, stomach ulcers all these different things that affect all of the other systems in our bodies. So if we're looking at, you know, nowadays we have such high levels of or occurrences of cancer and, um, you know, of all, all parts of the body, but looking at, um, you know, the food that we're consuming that feeds the cancers or feeds, you know, the, the bad cells in, in, in our bodies. So that digestive system happens, you have to pay attention to that. Like that, is the link that's the that when food is going you're the first contact right with the outward the outside world the external world is when you're putting something in your body and you're consuming it and your body's doing the best it can to take what you give it in order for it to run optimally and if you take a look at what we're eating we're not doing it you know so yeah okay thank thank you for that you, you i really like what you said the, our first contact with the outside world. Mm-hmm. And I think about what did I drink this morning? What did I eat this morning? You know, what did I consume this morning? Wow. That's, that's a really amazing. Okay. So what should we, as, as, as a follow-up to the follow-up to the follow-up. So as far as consuming, I, I'm pretty sure we are, I think as a, as a nation, as a people, as a community, we know what to limit. Mm-hmm. What do you think we should be in, in increasing? as far as what we're digesting? We need water is the first okay. thing. I just realized that most of my life I've been dehydrated. <laughs> when you look at what you're supposed to be drinking and, yeah. and what you actually drink is two completely different things. So drinking water um, is, is the number one thing because our bodies are made up of, of mostly water. And then also um, vegetables, right? Our veggies that we don't necessarily consume and that are different colors. Right? So there's things in the grocery store that you might be able to get, but there's so many different variations of those things. So if you gotta hit up Whole Foods to go someplace, but you know you might get some. What was it? I had some pink, um, pink pineapples. Did not know they existed. Right? Wegmans had them. So just you know, purple cabbage. 
making sure that you are increasing your veggies. And then also one thing that I'm learning too is about food combining and how you combine the foods that you eat because your body can only process certain things one thing at a time. And so if you're looking at a burger, right, number one, we already know the meat on the burger, we don't know where it comes from within it, none of that, right? So that's an issue in and of itself. But then when you look at the bread on the burger, the, the vegetables on the burger, the cheese on the burger, your body has to individually break down each of those and digest each of those different things. And, and we wonder why we're having issues, you know, we're having gas or we're having all these other types of things or indigestion because then you're not supposed to combine all those different things together. You're going to eat some veggies, eat some veggies. You're going to eat some, some fish and veggies. Okay, you can eat some fish and some veggies. You want to eat some fruit, eat some fruit. But we combine everything at once all together and overload our system. So I would say more vegetables, more more different color um, vegetables as well. Okay, thank you for that. Now, what about vitamins? Uh, I, like I said, I'm, I'm somewhat nursing a cold. Uh, of course, I know I've, I've increased the vitamin C uh, when I've had to deal with COVID a couple of times. I know one of the things that people were talking about was making sure you have zinc in your system. What types of vitamins, minerals, et cetera, would you say, hey, just off the top, like your star pack of these things, we should be having it with us in our houses and, our, you know, and what, what we should be looking to take? Well, I would say because technically, um, you know, if we were eating properly, all the vitamins that we truly need are in the food that we're supposed to be eating. And, you know, we're in, in our society, we take supplements to try to make up for how horrible we're eating. So, you know, I would, I would encourage people to take a look at, you know, we talk about vitamins, we talk about vitamin C, when you're talking about vitamin E, when you're talking about magnesium, when you're talking about all these different things, these things that get it naturally, because when you think of the powdered form, one, you don't know how much, and I'm not saying don't take your vitamins because if that sometimes, you know, if you're if you're not able to eat these other things, that is something that will still help you. But if you want to maximize your body's intake of vitamins, get them naturally through the, the fruits and vegetables that they come in, um, because you know a lot of times our bodies are very unique and different from one person to the next, and so what you absorb from from a vitamin, one person absorbs, it may or may not be all of what you need for you know, for your body. So I would just say, be, you know, be more mindful of eating the foods that have the vitamins in it that you need. And, um, and then looking at, you know, in particular, what does your body, your body need and benefit from, and then supplement in those ways. Okay. So pretty much eating right. will have us handle each other, you man. You really, you really just shut down my burger about just saying, Hey, we can <laughs> Into an impossible burger, and, and then limit those, right? Because we go overboard with that's still processed, but it's, it's a little better. <laughs> nope, I am as of today, I am going to officially start my research in becoming a pescatarian. I had already been wanting to do it. Matt and had two pescatarians on the show. You just got to go with it. Yeah, I'm I mean, you know, you do what's good for you because everybody, you know, some people have something to say about being a pescatarian. Like, oh, that's still meat. Drink got watch the mercury. Don't eat the the shrimp, the roaches of the sea. You know all of that. Oh, whatever. I want to be a roach eater. I'm gonna tell you, I love me all day. But, <laughs> you, Shalita, can we be honest? How many 
How many generations of seafood do you think you wiped out from this earth? Let me tell you, I don't need, don't even get me thinking like that. <laughs> I know crabs and fish and Man. shrimp, their grand, great, their grandfather's great grandfather's great yeah. great. I have wiped them out. <laughs> Eliminate. There's no bloodline now. You're done. <laughs> yeah. <but I'm, laughs> I am going to look to get swordfish today. Julie. Yeah, get some of that. Right, I am going to eat fish. I promise I'm going to eat fish today, guys. I'm going to post it by the time you see this. But guess what? I'm going to I'm going to make sure that when this episode drops, I post my fish dinner. I'm going to do that. Okay. All right. So thank you for that. So guess what? So you guys, we really don't need to get that one a day for the most part. Just eat right. Don't combine certain things. Mm -hmm. And we'll go from there. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's probably going to be the next book that comes out, right? 2024? I mean, yeah. Mm -hmm, maybe. Mm -hmm. And I'll be writing the foreword for that book? Yeah, yeah. You know it. Mm -hmm. And, you, and you, see, okay. you do know we're recording this. So you're going to hold it against. Okay, all right. I understand. Okay, just letting you know it's <laughs> legally binding. Legally binding when you're doing it on the show. All right, so thank you for that. that thank you. That's why I think probably one of the things is going to surprise people. Not that, of course, we can get our stuff from the foods that we eat. But the combining of foods is probably something that's like, oh, wow, I didn't really think that. I didn't even think about that at all. You yeah. know? Yeah. All right. So I didn't either until I started studying, you know, herbalism and um, naturopathic ways of being. Yeah. Okay, great. So in my last show, the amazing Robert Pruitt, shout out to him, broke down the word disease. And the way he said, he said, dis-ease. I said, oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Right? And so, and it really stuck with me. Uh, and that too often. So we just talked a lot about health. Right. We talked about eating right, getting water, uh, you know, having those things physically. And as you just said, the first contact with the outside world, right, mm -hmm. where we're eating things, we're supposed to be making sure that whatever we're digesting is the best. All right. So let's. So outside of, you know, those things. But let's let's go into the mental aspect. Uh, mm -hmm. It seems that a lot of people are not aligned health-wise, as well as mentally, they're not aligned. Mm -hmm. And there, there are a lot of people who suffer from depression, who suffer from hopelessness. Even uh, some people, some some clients that I've had, some people that I've seen post some um, conversations that have been had on social media. People are even describing having a loss of joy. Yeah. In their life. Yeah. So let me ask you, because this episode is about healing. Mm -hmm. We talked about, hey, how right now someone can heal their digestive system, how they can heal their immune system. Mm -hmm. We're talking about their nervous system, all those things. How can they heal themselves as far as, as, far as finding their joy? Mm -hmm. And then when they find it, sort of center it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, um, you, you brought up a couple of really good points. First, I want to say that if you're living in this country and you are not, do not have some level of depression or hopelessness or any, in, or trauma, then, then I don't know what's going on because just by design of the systems that we all participate in, in this, in this country, are meant to be oppressive to certain people, especially black and brown people in this country. So, you know, we're starting to really understand that all of this is by design. It wasn't, it wasn't a mistake. If you can keep people distracted by the, with depression or with, you know, what's going on in their lives, what, what, what isn't going well in their lives, if you can keep them distracted. You can, you can prevent them from being able to unite. 
from being able to organize and to truly be able to take power and control back over their lives. So, um, you know, first I would, you know, up, uplift that is, is, you know, not to, for folks not to feel some kind of way that, oh, well, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm um, broken or I'm this or I'm that because I'm dealing with these different sort of mental, emotional, um, spiritual issues. No, it's, it, it's by design. So for people to, with joy, you know, when we look at one, just how the corporate structure is set up for working, you know, we, 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 we say in this country that we value family, but when it comes time to take time off for family, whether you're trying to conceive or you, you're pregnant or you're whatever part of that family unit that's supporting that, it, it, then to the contrary, right? You're not able to get paid for that. You're not, you know, not able to take off if your child is sick. So our values, we say we value one thing and then we do something completely different. And I think that that has a mental, emotional effect um, on, on folks. So when you decide that I'm going to center my joy, and when people, you know, when I ask this and people are like, what do you mean by joy? Is what made you happy as a kid? Like what was something, that childlike thing? You know, we, we think just because our bodies grow older that we no longer have an inner child that, that needs to be nourished and that needs to be paid attention to. And that's not true. You know, we, we need to go back to see what did you like to play in the dirt? Did you like to do certain, like, Gary, what did you like to, what, what brought you joy as a child? I thought about that just now. And I think that one of the things was actually being around your friends when all of your friends linked up and they went to my house, like, Hey, you coming outside and you went playing football or basketball. Like those were really, really great times. We really had a lot of fun. Yeah. Community. Right. Like, so thinking back, what, what are those things that, that bring you joy? And and when I say joy, I mean something that's independent of anybody else, right? A lot of times when we, we like to tell, oh, well, I'm happy, it, it brings me joy to see my son happy or it brings me joy for my husband to feel. No, what brings me joy, you know, independent of anything else, I can go out in my garden and I can sit down and just be and just breathe and listen to the birds, feel the air on my skin, like the dirt underneath my feet, like that is joy to me. So for us to be able to push back and to me, finding your joy and finding rest is revolutionary. Find your joy and make space for it and and don't compromise it because, yes, there are boundaries. There's, we still live in a world that doesn't really appreciate that. But whenever you can, you say, all right, 15 minutes in the morning, I'm going to get up. I'm going to do something to bring me joy. Or I'm going to carve out 15 minutes in the evening or I'm going to do this one thing and stick to it and plan things around it. Oh, that was great. And guys, guess what? That is your other coaching challenge today. I want you to write down two 15-minute time blocks. We're going to do something to provide you joy. All right? Two. It could be in the morning. It could be in the afternoon. Etch that time out, like she said, to get back to that inner child. And what did they like to do? I really, that was really good. I like that. All right. So finally, because I know that you are an extremely busy woman. You have a million things to do. And I, and I, and again, I really thank you for taking time to come out on the C Plan Do Show, season six, episode 120, entitled Heal with the non-profitista, spiritual herbalist, community organizer, author. Where's that book? Right here. Boom. Got it on her. Okay. <laughs> uh, you know, and I've had such an amazing time and learned really a lot uh, today. Uh, one of the biggest things that you champion for, outside of all the things that just talked about, when I highlighted community activism, you are very deeply involved. You have been dealing with the city or different organizations 
uh, you have highlighted that where you're looking and committed to and being a champion for strengthening and revitalizing our communities. Mm -hmm. uh, some of the things we talked about, you know, may come internally, you know, that centering joy, that's going to be something mm -hmm. that, you know, we have to get back to. And that's something that a person has to do that internal work, that work themselves, mm -hmm. um, you know, but some of the things externally like in our communities, you know, and like I said, we've recently seen, it's been some things that have been offering us a hard time. Uh, those internal issues uh, that we may see in our community, you know, whether it's crime being rampant in our community, whether we have uh, racial trauma, mm -hmm. uh, as mm -hmm. well as you know, police brutality, among a host of other things. Uh, how can we support ourselves in terms of self-care from that? Yeah. Well, I think um, the whole process is not, it should not be done in isolation. I, I think, um, you know, Western way of doing things is to individualism, is to be fragmented, is, you know, to be separate, to be apart from yourself and to be apart from others. And you can't heal absent community. And that's another part of my, my journey too, is to look at on an individual level, what are the things, the belief systems that I have created that have been true for me at one point that I need to challenge that keep me from really authentically connecting and opening opening up to other people where um, I can develop relationships with, right? So I would, um, all of these things that are happening in our communities, we have the, the answer to them within the community if we are able to connect with each other in a way that's authentic. And then also to really look at, um, when I talk about fragmentation or isolation, to look at the very things that have have deviated from indigenous ways of community building and being in right relationship with each other, because we need each other, right? The the Mali Doma Patrice Somme, who um, just recently passed away, was a spiritual teacher, elder, um, wrote the book The Healing Wisdom of Africa, one of many books, The Healing Wisdom of Africa. But what it really showed to me was he drew the pair the differences between um western way of being in community and indigenous way of being in, in community and when you are are a part of a community in an indigenous way every individual member like knows that their power is connected to the collective right and the collective is responsible for uplifting and reminding those individual members when they go off you know like, who they truly are and how important they truly are. And yes, we all have our individual gifts and talents and things like that that we bring to our community and that's celebrated and not looked at as being othered. So what we have to do, even as, especially as black people and people of color, is we have to look at how we've been socialized to look at each other in ways that have prevented us from being in true authentic community with each other. You know, there's a level of, of vulnerability that we are gonna have to tap into in order to break down all of what we've been told about ourselves and then to rebuild ourselves up on an individual level and in a community sense. All right. I really like that. You're right. I think that one of the biggest things that hurts our community is lack of community. Mm -hmm. and, and in the word, I mean, you know, not to be cliche, but in the word, the word unity is in there. Mm -hmm. And I always like to highlight you know, one of my first episodes was in the middle of the word community is the word you, is the letter you. Mm -hmm. So we got to get back to, like you said, doing it. I really like that. I've been taking notes all day. 
as far as what you've been saying, you know, to be able to plot not only, you know, uh, speak it out there and put it out there, but just being able to apply it individually. So yeah. I thank you for that. Thank All right. So how can we connect with you? You know, thank you so much for stopping by, taking time out of your day, making sure we got our shoulders working. All right. right. How can we connect okay. with you? How can they sign up? They learn everything about you. Let's get it. So you can follow me on Instagram at the nonprofit Easter. You can also check me out on my website at shalitaoneal.com. All right. With the E at the end, right? With the E at the end. Okay. And then guess what? She'll be on a later episode talking about nonprofit Easter. Mm-hmm. I, I think I had the other T there for some reason. <laughs> nonprofit Easter. Yeah. Uh, nonprofit work. All right. All right. So make sure you please connect with her. Hey, like I said, if you are one of the first two people to type in the word heal in the chat uh, or any of these places where I can see it, I will make sure you get a book. Can I get it signed? Or it's already just, or is it already? There it is, ready to go. All right. We're going to make sure you get two people get those books today. Thank you. Thank you so much for stopping by. You know, you you greatly have added value to not only this episode. But you've added value to the season, and I really thank you. Yeah, thank you. All right, guys, that is the, thank you. That is the end of the show, guys. As always, please, please, please make sure you connect not only with Shalita, but make sure you follow the other O'Neill. All right, uh, you can check out each and every episode, hot, fresh, ready to go. I've moved it from it used to be on Wednesday, you know, Tuesdays. Now was we write a happy hour. We we dropping it right on Fridays. All right. Make sure you check out each and every episode. You can always go back and check check out this episode again. But you can always check out previous episode, previous seasons, cplandoshow.com. All right. You, thank you. If you want to be another amazing guest on the show, hey, come on. You see what you, listen, you see the bar is high <laughs> to come on the show. Make sure that you're ready to come on the show. What you want to talk about, what we're going to be doing. Because guess what? Shalita then already told me what we was going to talk about on the show. And I'm like, all right, yes, ma'am. Let's get it. Okay. <laughs> so if you want to be on the show, you want to promote your goods, your services, your books. All right. Please make sure you let me know. Shoot me a DM, email, whatever communication that you have available. All right. And as always, guys, you are the best part of the show. You know, Shalita was the best part of this show. And you also are the best part of the show. So until we see each other again, because we'll see each other. Because guess what? You know where I'm going to see you at that fish market. All right. Until we talk again, because Shalita just talked to us about the importance of talking in our community, because we can solve all these problems if we talk. And until we share those special, special moments again, like this one, always, guys, remember, see what you want to do. Plan that thing out and do it. All right. Your life coach loves you. Make sure you schedule those two 15 minute self-care breaks. Same life culture time, same life culture channel. See ya.